Thomas Edison, Richard Branson, John F. Kennedy, Mozart, Michael Jordan, Will Smith. That sounds like a list of highly successful titans in a variety of vocations. Why is it that we rarely hear that they have or had ADHD? And you know what we hear even less about? Serena Williams, Emma Watson, Mel Robbins, Whoopi Goldberg, Agatha Christie, Aaron Brockovich, Cher. Yeah, the successful women navigating ADHD. And that's exactly why I started this podcast, ADHD for Smartass Women. I'm your host, Tracy Atsuka. I'm a lawyer, not a doctor, a lifelong student, now a coach. I'm also the creator of Your ADHD Brain is A-OK, a system that helps people like you figure out what they should do with their life. And we're here today to talk ADHD, your strengths, your symptoms, your workarounds, and how you proudly stand out instead of trying to fit in. I credit my ADHD for some of my greatest gifts. And you know what? I spy a happier life for you too. So without further ado, a shiny new episode is starting now. Hello, I am Tracy Otsuka, and welcome to episode 98 of ADHD for Smartass Women. So 2020, this year was the actual year that I completely reorganized myself using some very simple applications and strategies that I'm going to share with you here today. You know, this is not rocket science. It is not complicated. It couldn't be for me to do it, but it has eliminated my forgetting about and missing meetings and has allowed me to find anything and plan my weeks so that I'm no longer overwhelmed and anxious wondering what's fallen through the cracks now. Since we're getting close to the end of the year, it makes sense to me to talk about planners and planning for 2021, right? At the very end, I'm also going to talk to you about my beta launch for my new planner, which I'm so excited about, A-OK Every Day, the Unplanner System for Planning Success. And I designed this specifically for my ADHD brain. It will be for a very limited number of you, like me, that love to be part of something new. So I'll talk about that later. But first, I'd like to start out with a podcast review. This one is from Flame Retardant, and it's captioned Inspiring. Or I guess I should say it's titled Inspiring. Tracy Otsuka burst onto the ADHD scene and has taken it by storm. If you are a woman with ADHD who is ready to start seeing the positives in having this brain and learning to lean into your natural gifts and strengths, you should plan on spending lots of time listening to and learning from her. You can't help but be motivated to find your very own silver linings. Flame retardant, are you talking about me? (laughs) Thank you so much for your very kind words. And It's so true, isn't it? When we start looking at the opposite side of our weaknesses, we discover our strengths. And when we spend time there, we can't help but fall in love with our ADHD brains. So thank you again. 
One more thing. Let me talk about one more thing before we get started. So a week ago, I heard from a lovely podcast listener and AOK student. She's from Australia. Because of AOK, I know her personally. And so what she said to me really mattered. She was really upset at me for episode 93 of the podcast that was all about the importance of being future versus past focused. I was talking about running into someone who was a friend from college and how I had seen her for a good 15 years and how everything had remained exactly the same in her life since the last time I saw her, from what she did to what she complained about to what her home looked like, even what she was wearing, and how when nothing in your life has changed, of course, this refers to things that you actually want to change, That means that you're living your life past-focused rather than future-focused. So people who are past-focused, they use the fact that they don't know how to do something as reason not to do it. People who are future-focused don't let the fact that they don't know how to do something stop them from doing it. And in episode 93, I did qualify my comments by remarking that I hope that I didn't come off as completely obnoxious and insensitive and that I get that for some of us, we couldn't give a flying fig about our surroundings, right? We all have different interests after all. And we all know brilliant women whose homes and cars look like friggin' bombs have detonated inside them because they're too busy and too excited about living their lives to care about something as mundane as what they or their home looks like. These women, they are living life to its fullest, and they're happy. This was not the situation that I was talking about in episode 93. So anyway, I joked with this podcast listener, an AOK student that was upset by my podcast, that I'm sorry, but you're just so much nicer than I am. I mean, I guess I can be very curt and matter-of-fact in many of my podcast episodes, Part of it is just the way I am, right? I shoot my mouth off, I say exactly what I'm thinking, and I get myself into trouble. Can anybody relate to that? (laughs) On top of that, I can be especially outrageous in this podcast because my audience is ADHD women, and I know for me to pay attention, I need comments that kind of push the envelope a bit to get me to even like, well, pay attention, right? I'm looking for a reaction because that means that you're paying attention. And when you pay attention, it means that you hear what I'm saying. And maybe it'll help you to make those changes that you've wanted to make, but you just haven't yet made. Who knows? Maybe you'll see things in a different way. For example, I can say, get out of your comfort zone, which is kind of like, meh. You know, I know that. Everyone says that. But if I tell you a story, you might realize that, wow, that's me. And I didn't even realize that I was doing that. I didn't even realize that was me. So the next time you have the opportunity to, air quotes, get out of your comfort zone and take that risk, you'll remember my story and think, you know, this sounds like the story Tracy told me about. And I don't want to be like that woman in Tracy's story that was so past focused she wouldn't try anything new. I hope that makes sense. And I apologize if I offended anyone or made them feel bad about themselves. You know, I'm always about the positive emotion and the gold stars. So please know I did not mean to do that. I just meant you to sit up and listen and think, could that be me? Is that me? And wouldn't my life be so much happier if I was living it from a future-focused perspective? 
Okay, so let's get started on today's episode. Again, I'm so excited about this. So for as long as I can remember, decades actually, probably my entire life, I have struggled with planners and schedules. And it's definitely gotten a lot worse. But even my first year out of graduate law school, I remember trying every planner that I could find. I tried the Filofax. I tried Stephen Covey. My husband used, he still uses the Quo Vadis, although I think now, I think he told me he doesn't use it anymore. I think he's completely online. But I remember I had a Quo Vadis. I had a day timer. I had this leather bound thing that looked like a menu. So you'd open it up and there were five or six rows with these slots that went down each side of this menu-looking thing where you'd insert these small square cards that were color-coded. At the top of the card, you'd list the project you were working on, and then you'd list all the tasks required of that one project. Now, that, I remember, that menu-looking thing, worked better than the other planners because at least when I opened it up, I could see all the projects right there, right? I didn't have to go digging into a planner to try and find what it is that I was looking for. Then I remember, are you guys old enough? The Palm Pilot, do you remember that? That was kind of the precursor to, I guess, the smartphone, the iPhone. And I tried that thing, but oh my gosh, there were so many things I had to click through to enter anything. It was a nightmare, but I tried. I've had several, I think her name is Erin Conran. I think I've had several of her planners. I, a couple of years ago, tried the Elephant Planner. I was part of the Kickstarter for the Passion Planner. I bought a bunch of bullet journal kind of materials a couple of years ago. I knew that the guy who started it had ADHD. So I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to try that. Maybe that'll work. I never even got the pieces to it out of the bag. Like, I don't even know where they are because I didn't know where to start. I watched that video on his website. I watched it. It's a five-minute video on bullet journaling, and it kind of gives you the basics, and I must have watched it five times. I couldn't figure out where to start. I never started. Keep in mind, all of our brains are different, right? And for some people, the bullet journal is like a magical cure. For others of us, it didn't work. And for me, literally nothing worked. And it seemed, as I said, to be getting worse and worse as I got older. Like, I felt like at least when I was younger, I could stick to a planner for a couple of weeks. Like, it wouldn't be common for me to have planners with one or two months completely filled out. Of course, I'm talking about that initial calendar, that monthly calendar would be completely filled out. I never used anything behind it. So the daily part, or the weekly part, never used it. And it's the weirdest thing. It's almost like one day I would wake up and totally forget that I even had a planner. So I'd have a few months filled out, and then you'd go into the following months, and they'd all be blank. Like, And I don't know what that meant. I don't know if it meant that, it probably did, meant that I tried something new, or I just completely forgot about it. So I had literally given up on all planners. What I had ended up using for the last five to eight years was just a monthly calendar, The last couple of years, I've used something called a Ruby monthly planner. It was R-O-O-B-E-E. And so what it was is just basically 12 two-page monthly calendars with nothing else in the planner. That was just the planner. And I would write my appointments in there. And then I had my Apple calendar that was online, right? That was sort of filled out, kind of. 
And then there were always these other calendar apps that just sort of like circulated, right? So they would be on my iPhone and I would mess around with them for a couple of days, sometimes even a couple of weeks, but everything just felt like a mess and I wasn't consistent and I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop and it often did drop in the form of missed appointments. So what else did I have? I also had these large post-it notes with lines on them and they're like five and three quarters by three and three quarters and they have an index tab for each color and they're in these fluorescent colors like bright orange and bright pink and bright yellow. They're made by a company called Redatag. And I still use them because the tab kind of sticks out. So I will use them for everything still, frankly. But if there's something specific, like in a book that I want to make sure that I don't forget, the little tab will stick out and it's like a big post-it note. I'll just stick it on the chapter where I want to make sure I go back to and I don't forget. So on these Reddit tags, I would list my to-dos. You know, there's like these big post-it notes and I would list my to-dos as they came to me. And then I'd have a notebook that I took notes in, but frankly, rarely if ever went back to. I mean, if there was a big emergency, I would. But if I had to actually find anything that I wrote down, I mean, good luck. Like just going back through these pages of notes, it created all kinds of anxiety in me. I couldn't even focus on remembering what it was I was looking for while I was looking for it because I would get so distracted by all the things I wrote down but never did anything with. It was just such a mess. And I don't know about your notes, but my notes have little rhyme or reason. I am not a neat note taker. They can go up, down, and sideways on a page. I have arrows leading all over the place and especially into the next page. Sometimes I'll start with a page on the right and then end up going the opposite way and have notes taken on the pages to the left of that note on the right. And then on top of all this, I had stacks of post-it notes all over my desk and on my laptop, and I was scared to throw any of them away lest I forget what I needed to remember. Sometimes I would even stack my post-it notes that I didn't want to forget on top of each other so they wouldn't be spread all over my desk. And then I would find them weeks later underneath each other, and of course, I had totally forgotten what it was that I needed to remember. Honestly, as I'm talking about this, I'm feeling completely anxious, just even thinking about it, just even talking about it. So in a nutshell, or not a nutshell, that kind of went on for a while, that was my organization system. I would constantly try new things, but nothing really stuck. And then something magical happened. Two years ago, almost to the day, I started our Facebook group, actually not to the day, but around two years ago, a little over two years ago, I started our Facebook group, ADHD for Smartass Women. And there was a brilliant woman who joined our group named Francesca Rizzo. She was one of our first members. She's now one of our moderators. And I also recorded a podcast episode with her that was all about organization. I often bill her as the most creative woman that I know because she was, she is the most creative woman that I know. And I was flying out to New York City to visit my daughter at NYU. It was my birthday. I was also celebrating my birthday. And I posted in the group, the Facebook group, ADHD for Smartass Women, asking if anyone wanted to meet me while I was out there. And lucky for me, Francesca raised her hand. So we met for a late lunch. And out of the blue, she put a folder on the table and shared her organization system with me. 
Now, Francesca is brilliant at so much, but as I mentioned, she is especially brilliant at organization. And what Francesca shared with me was that she learned early on that the typical planning systems did not work for her brain. Her organization system, or at least the part that I used, consisted of a one-page weekly to-do list that she had organized by type of task, or I guess you could organize by type of task. So it was three sections. It was A, B, and C. And the other side, and then to the left of it, I think was just like lines where you could just write down, you know, any to-dos, anything that you wanted to not forget. The other side of this weekly planning system was her weekly calendar. And this was all printed on an eight and a half by 11 sheet of cardstock. So it was double-sided and then you would fold it in half. And this was the really big idea that Fran shared with me. In order for our brains to buy off on using any kind of planning system, it has to be simple. And what could be simpler than a one-page system? We also have to be able to use it, meaning we have to be able to get in and out of it easily. So normally, if you buy a planner, right, you have to flip to the right month, and then you have to flip to the right week, and then you have to flip to the right day, and you have to do that several times a day. I don't know about you, but who has time for that? I never did that. It's why I would buy a planner and only use the monthly two-page part of the planner. So Fran's one-page planner worked for me because I would actually use it. It was easy for me to get in and out of it. Fran also mentioned pencil. She told me, do everything in pencil. Now, I was doubtful. I had never used a pencil, except in math, right? And I didn't really love math. I hated the idea of using a pencil, and I was trained as a lawyer. In fact, (laughs) a lot of lawyers are trained to only write in blue ink because when you have a contract, you can see where the signature is, right, if it's blue ink. So I never used a pencil, but I decided to listen to Fran, and I used a pencil. It was brilliant. Her one-page weekly calendar system and to-do list was brilliant. And guess what? I used it faithfully, without missing a week for a good eight months. I couldn't believe it. I even then went to Muji. Muji, I know I've mentioned it before. It's a Japanese company. It's my favorite store for notebooks and writing implements. I don't know what it is about our ADHD brains, but I know a lot of you can relate. We have this strange preoccupation, right, with how things feel when it comes to writing. We need the perfect paper or we need the perfect pen. At least some of you can relate to that, right? So I know that when I graduated from law school, the first thing that I did was I bought this ridiculously expensive Mont Blanc fountain pen. It didn't matter that I constantly ended up with ink all over my hands. I couldn't write without it, which is why I was so tied into a pen, right? And how a pen feels and that nib on it. You know, it's kind of like a calligraphy pen. So... When I realized that the pencil kind of did work, I went to Muji and I bought a Balanced Mechanical Architects pencil. 
It had to be the 0.5 millimeter lead. It had to be that thickness. I tried the 0.3 millimeters, but it would break because I wrote so hard, you know, with my pen, the way the pencil, the way I pushed down on the pencil. So I found this at Muji. They're hard to find. I bought eight of them when I was in New York City a couple of months ago. And the thing about this weighted mechanical pencil is it's just heavier than other mechanical pencils. And I just, again, loved the way it felt. I also discovered that if I could erase, I wouldn't make a mess of my planner page. And we really care about that aesthetics, right? So today, because of Fran, I cannot write without my Muji weighted mechanical architectural pencil. It's become a sickness. I no longer use a pen except to sign checks, which is what, once a month, maybe. So for eight months with Fran's Simple Planner page and my mechanical pencil, I showed up and I planned my schedule every single day. I was so proud of myself and I felt so much more in control of my schedule. But there were some things that I still wanted to add. So I went to Pinterest I found quite a few one-page calendar options on Pinterest, and then I went to Etsy, and I found a few more one-page calendar options there as well. And I tried them, but they weren't perfect. One of the things that I really wanted to do was I wanted to dump my monthly Ruby planner, that little booklet with the 12 two-page monthly calendars in it. I also knew that what I struggled with was all the ideas and to-dos in my brain, as well as how to break goals down so that I could actually achieve them. I tended to put like a giant goal on my to-do list, and then I'd wonder why I had to copy it down week after week, month after month. It was just way too big, so I didn't even know where to start, so I didn't start. That's when I really began understanding, too, how important positive emotion is to the ADHD brain. I knew there was no positive emotion moving this big to-do or this big goal from week to week, right? So at the beginning of the year, what I decided to do is I partnered with a planner designer, and I began working on the AOK Every Day, the Unplanner System for Planning Success, which is the planning system that I created again, for my ADHD brain. Look, this is not for someone who has success with planners. This is for someone who, like me, has tried everything and nothing has worked. It is a very simple system that our brains that constantly search for simplicity can actually do. We can be successful with this system. It doesn't look like any normal planner that you've ever seen. It's not a bound planner. It's in a box with tabs for each month. Every month you pull out an eight and a half by five and three quarter, ah, a little bit less than that monthly calendar that is folded and printed on cardstock. This is where you list all your appointments and your events. There's a section to jot down reminders for both business and personal. They're separate. There's also a section to list items you need to purchase, both for business and personal. They're separate again. My favorite part, though, is the front of this monthly calendar, which lists your gold star wins for the week. You all know how I feel about gold stars and positive emotion and how it's so tied to motivation, right? So yes, my planner comes with actual gold stars. Each monthly calendar is then filed behind the corresponding month's tab. You get a brain download card and two gold decode cards every month. 
We need to get everything that's cluttering up our brains out and onto paper to reduce our overwhelm. And that's exactly how my system works. So once a month, you're going to download everything that's overwhelming your brain onto the brain download card. And then I'm going to show you how to choose one goal per week. That goal is going to go on your goal decode card, which will walk you through breaking that goal down into small doable tasks. You are then going to write those tasks onto your weekly task list. When we struggle to maintain motivation, when we procrastinate, it is typically because our goals are way too big. So every week we're going to choose a new simple goal and we're going to organize it onto that weekly task list, right? So every week there's going to be a new weekly task list. You get four or five in every month, depending on, you know, what the month looks like. So guess what? You no longer have a big planner. You have a monthly calendar card and one weekly task list card. That's it. That's what's on your desk. That's what goes in your purse. That's what goes with you wherever you go. Totally doable, right? All of these pieces will be organized in a beautiful custom box, so you are always organized. That box cost me way too much to produce, but I knew how important it was. There are tabs in it for each month. The entire goal of AOK Every Day, it was to calm down my brain. You know my branding, right? It's bright. It's energizing. I wanted everything I do to coordinate but I had to stop myself for A-OK every day. Bright and energizing was not my goal. My goal was to share a planning system with you that made me feel calm, that made me feel in control. And bright and energizing, it didn't do that. Even the paper was chosen because of how it felt to write on it. I wanted to make sure that you kept on coming back to this system month after month because it felt good to do so. On top of all this, in true ADHD fashion, I exceeded our estimated price by 100%. (laughs) And trust me, we tried to reduce costs several times, but aesthetics and quality are so important to me, I just couldn't do it. So we ended up building a custom box to house all these pieces for AOK every day. I wanted something that could proudly stand on your bookshelf, I wanted it to be able to be in sight, right? Not out of sight. We die cut 12 tabs. We put monthly quotes on them. We chose the best paper. And most importantly, I made sure that everything was made in the United States. Everything is U.S. sourced. Both the design and the printing companies are also female owned, which I really loved. And yes, I could have made this in China at a literal fraction of the cost, but that's not what I wanted to do. And that just didn't sit right with me. So even though we are manufacturing here in the United States, it takes six weeks to create and ship A-OK every day. That means that we're totally behind the eight ball as far as delivery dates right now. It means that there's no time to do pre-sales. So for this go around, I decided, you know what, let's just start with a beta. So I am going to print and ship only 100 units of AOK every day. And those units are not going to be cheap. 
I'm sorry. I tried. I really tried to get them down as low as I could. It is going to cost $97, but it's going to include four 8 a.m. PST Saturday morning planning sessions with me. So one of the other things that I learned is the importance of Saturday morning planning sessions. In under 30 minutes, you can literally plan your week. This ensures a stress-free weekend that you can really enjoy and that you hit the ground running on Monday morning. It is the best thing that I have implemented into my weekly schedule. I don't even start my Saturday until I first plan my schedule for the coming week. Beyond the AOK Everyday Planning System, I am also going to introduce you to four simple resources that are a must for feeling in control of your life. They are really the applications that changed my life. The first is Google Calendar. Look, I have used all kinds of calendar apps. I have an iPhone. My whole family has iPhones. I've been hanging on for dear life to iCal, which is the Apple Calendar app. At the beginning of this year, though, I just finally cut the cord and I moved everything over to Google Calendar. I just found that my business life was on Google Calendar so much and things were really starting to sync kind of nicely there that I just decided to get rid of Apple Calendar because I just wasn't using it well. Part of my life was on Google Calendar. The other life was on, you know, Apple Calendar. It was a mess. My calendar, since I've done that, is finally under control. I check it first thing in the morning, and then I check it in the evening at the end of my day. Not only can you input your appointments and events on Google Calendar, but you can also use it for your reminders, and everything can be color-coded if that's what you'd like. Because I have so many Zoom meetings, this is the only way to go. You know how you have an online meeting, but you're always late because you can't find the link? Yeah, that was me, like always. Now, I just go to my Google Calendar, which I set up a link to using the Momentum app. I'll I'll post all these links in the show notes. The Momentum app pops up whenever I add a new tab to my Chrome browser. So I click the link to Google Calendar. I find the date, and right there is the Zoom link. I'm no longer running around looking for it. The next app that I use is the Alexa app, and I use it with an Alexa Echo Spot. I'm not sure that they're even making these Alexa Echo Spots anymore. I think it's been replaced by the Echo Show. As you can tell, I am not a tech person. (laughs) I do, however, still see the Echo Spot on Amazon, and it's $41, which is about a third of what I paid for it, and mine works perfectly fine. And so the deal is, what you need to do is you need to have one of these kinds of Echo-type devices that has a screen. My Google Calendar is set to talk to my Alexa Echo Spot, and I've set my Google Calendar notifications to remind me 10 minutes before every meeting. So 10 minutes before the meeting, I'm notified on my Echo Alexa Spot. I call her Alexa. Even better, Alexa then speaks to me and tells me, you have a meeting with so-and-so in 10 minutes. I don't know about you, but I have trouble getting to meetings, but I have even more trouble getting out of meetings. Once I'm there, I don't want to leave. I don't want to appear rude. I, you know, I want to hear what the person has to say. And so I am terrible about getting out of meetings. So what I've done is I turn my Alexa's volume up. So the party on the other end of my meeting, here's the notification too. And this keeps me honest. So I can say, ah, My next meeting is coming up. Have I addressed your concerns? Or do you feel like we've accomplished what you set out to achieve when we first started? 
I also have set up my Apple Watch to sync with my Google Calendar, which I'll tell you was kind of a nightmare as it's not as simple as it sounds. I found an app called Tiny Calendar. So what happens is I get a reminder now on my laptop, on my Alexa Echo, on my Apple Watch, and I check my written AOK Everyday Monthly Calendar every morning too. So missing meetings was starting to be a problem. I don't miss meetings anymore. Finally, and if you've been listening to me for a while, you know my fourth resource for organizing my life is the Bear app. I think it's $15 a year. Oh, it's so well worth it. Everything goes on my Bear app and I no longer lose anything. I don't need to organize via digital folder because who the hell can remember what file you put anything in? I can't even remember an hour after I put it in there. So how am I going to remember what file I put it in six months from now or a year from now? So instead, what I do is I just throw it into Bear and I search for what I would ordinarily call it. When I'm looking for the paint colors, I used to paint my son Marcus's room. I'll search for Marcus's paint colors, right? That's common sense. That's what I would search for. When I'm looking for the name of that person who was going to talk about disordered eating in a new podcast episode, I search for disordered eating podcast. And there she is. When I'm looking for Christmas gifts ideas for my daughter, I search for Atea Christmas gifts. There are no files to organize or remember. I just search like I would speak. And now I can find anything. Oh, and I forgot to mention that I have the Bear app right on my Apple watch face. And I'm going to share the best watch app face as well for our ADHD brains. It's the most simple one. It's called Modular. So when I get a thought right then and there, I click the Bear app on my watch face, speak into it, and it goes right to Bear. When I get to my computer, I check Bear and I make sure that the thought or idea gets onto my weekly planner page or my brain download, or wherever it needs to be. It doesn't just get lost. So as I said, I'll have 100 spots for sure. That's the amount of AOK everyday planning systems that I just ordered, and likely no more, which means that if you're interested, the minute you get the email announcing the planner, please don't hesitate, because once they're gone, there's nothing that I can do. Again, If you have never had a problem with other planning systems, this is not for you. It will likely not be complicated enough. You'll need more. Also true, if you're the kind of person where everything has to go off like clockwork, this is not for you either. As I mentioned, this is a beta. There have been so many last minute changes that I've insisted upon that we're late getting out of the gate. We should be ready to ship the last week of December, but there's always glitches. So if we're a couple of days late, I don't want to worry about you. In June and July, I will probably do another run. That one, I promise it'll be totally, you know, by the book. We'll take pre-orders. I'll have a beautiful sales page. We'll be completely ahead of the curve. This initial AOK Everyday Beta, it's for those of you who are so frustrated with planners that you want to be part of the first go around. For you, Things don't have to be perfect, and you're okay with some uncertainty as long as you know that I am here doing my very best. We'll meet on Saturday mornings and use AOK every day to plan our week. I think we'll start that sometime in the middle of January, probably the second week of January. I will take your suggestions so you'll be part of making AOK every day even better. I'm sure we'll work out some issues together. We'll have a lot of fun. You will be my planning people. So, again, If you're interested, sign up for the AOK Everyday Waitlist at tracyoutsuka.com forward slash unplanner waitlist. That's all one word. 
Just know that as I'm speaking, there is no wait list currently. I try to be so organized, but in this case, I'm just going with it and I'm planning to do my very best to jump out of the gate for 2021. So if you sign up for the wait list, I will be sending you more information over the next couple of days. If you're interested, again, please sign up immediately because once the spots are gone, there's nothing else that I can do for you. Thank you so much for letting me share this with you. I am so excited about AOK Every Day, as if you can't hear it in my voice, right? And I hope that even if planning is not one of your problems, that I shared something today that you find valuable in your personal planning process. So that's what I have for you for this week. If you like this episode, please let us know by leaving a review. Our goal is to change the conversation around ADHD, helping as many women as we possibly can learn how their ADHD brains work so that they too may discover their amazing strengths. And you know what? Your reviews, they really, truly do help in that regard. One more thing, if you have a comment, a guest you'd like me to interview, or a topic idea for this podcast, you can go to my website at tracyoutsuka.com and leave me an audio message or reach out to me at tracy at tracyoutsuka.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. And again, if you'd like to join me for my AOK Everyday Beta, the waitlist is tracyoutsuka.com forward slash unplanner waitlist. Have a great week. You've been listening to the ADHD for Smartass Women podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Outsuka, and we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Not coincidentally, ADHD for Smartass Women, it's also the name of our free Facebook group. We're a totally smartass community of successful, ambitious women who share our ADHD wins, questions, and workarounds. Join us at tracyoutsuka.com, where you can also find more information on our Your ADHD Brain is A-OK system. I spy a happier life for us, and I'll see you again next week.